Check this out. It's 9.05 and we all the way live. I'm here because I got to sort some things out. I want to sort some things out. You see what it is right here on the screen. R&B slash hip hop. Out of every music genre, R&B slash hip hop is the most popular choice. Top artists streamed within this genre include Drake, NBA Youngboy, and Juice World. Over 17% more users are subscribed to a platform than last year. Now, this was the stats that came out as of August the 17th, 2023. But we're going to get more into this because Juicy J has come out and said that hip-hop sales are down 40%. Now, that's a whole lot. My new singer, The Best of Me, featuring the homie Jess K, is out now. The video is pinned to the top of my page. Stay tuned, because I got more in store. Look here, man. This season four, episode 75. 25 more episodes to go to that coveted 500 episode. And we rolling into season five. Consistency is the key if you want to be like me. Oh, yeah. If you're on social media and you create content, if you don't know how to do nothing else, learn how to monetize yourself. It's Squad DJ. DJ Zeno, they don't let us in, big homie. I'm ready. I know you're ready. I got a call saying it should be noted many major record labels have deprioritized signing rappers. The focus is now African music and Latin music. Rappers better stop being boring and talking about the same shit over and over, chasing TikTok success and comment sections. I know a lot of people don't want to hear this, but I'm being real. I'm being real. Rap music is down 40% this year. I'm going to say it again. Rap music is down 40%. Check the charts. Check the math. I don't make the rules. I do not make the rules. It's down 40%. What are we as rappers, producers, composers, etc., gonna do about this shit? Because it's down 40% this year. Check the charts, do your research. This is a fact.
He said it's not an opinion. It's a fact. Hey, yo, what it do, y'all? It's your man, Casino Roulette. That's C-A dollar sign, I-N-O-R-O-U-L-E-T-T-E. And just like Tuesday, I wasn't going to come on today. But just like Tuesday, I saw a message that made me say, mm, 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 mm. I got to come on because I got to bring it to y'all. Now, listen. Tuesday, I brought y'all, you know, the information that younger artists... Ticket sales are down. I'm talking about to the point to where they're con canceling concerts and, you know what I mean, refunding tickets. But the older artists, the seasoned vets is what they call them, are selling out arenas, selling out state to state, city to city. And they're trying to figure out what's going on. How did the music change drastically like that? Well, if you've been keeping up like we've been keeping up and if you've been paying attention because we've been bringing it to you right here through the show, it hasn't been a drastic change. This stuff has been showing through the analytics ever since 2017. Six years ago to be exact. Pre-pandemic. Because if you remember the pandemic came in, you know, 2019. You know, I remember this vividly because I was in a traumatic accident in 2018 which put me on my back for me to just figure out how to stay in contact with my followers supporters and quote-unquote fans well with that being said i was reading and i saw the writing on the wall and i was telling y'all what was happening as it was happening in real time well juicy j has come out and said that he's scared pretty much you know what i mean like he said that you know like music sales are down and not just a little bit but it's damn near halfway you know what i'm saying and with that being said this is what i want to base tonight's show off of so without further ado, let's get into the headlines, ladies and gentlemen, because this is some news that you can definitely use, especially if you're an independent artist, business, brand, you know, or whatever you call yourself nowadays in this entertainment thing. Now, I want to bring it to you because this is some serious, serious, serious vault. And I say that because like we started off the show, R&B slash hip hop out of every music genre, out of every music genre, pop, rock, country, you name it, easy listening, oh, whatever. R&B and hip hop is the most popular choice. Top artists Stream within this genre include Drake, NBA Youngboy, and Juice World. Over 17% more users are subscribed to a platform than last year. Vault Talk. Now, 
With that being said, those was the statistics as of August 17th, 2023. Now, how did we get here? With Juicy J saying that he concerned about hip-hop sales declining by 40% and he calling for a meeting. Well, as I said back in 2017, hip-hop sales was over 500 million. And it started declining. And it got all the way down to 106 million in sales. So that's a 400 million decrease, right? Well, with that being said, that's separating the wheat from the chaff, if you ask me. Because it became, it came to a point to where hip-hop was redundant. I'm talking about, it was like, monkey see, monkey do, you make a hit, I make one too. That sounds just like you. And when hip-hop was based on not sounding like anybody else. Because the MC that was at the top distinguished himself from everybody else with his flow, his look. You know what I mean? Like, 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 all the way down to, you know, his swag. You know, like, it was something that was in you, not on you. So, the top MC was not duplicated. Couldn't be imitated. And when they saw themselves being duplicated and imitated, they called out the next MC and was like, you a biter, sucker MC. There is none higher. But it got to a point to where everybody was eye level with one another because they looked alike, sound alike. And it came to a point now to where music that was dominated by males started to lose their footing and it became, and it is now dominated by females. And with that being said, as the landscape of hip-hop changed from you know at one point we wanted our artists to be older you know what i mean we wanted them to have a complexity to them that a kid don't have i'm talking about they was thinkers they was dreamers they was realists you know what i'm talking about like we had music during a time to where we knew what was going on without turning on the television because the communication was through the sound. Well, it got to a point to where the only thing we heard about was murder, murder, kill, kill. And if you in the club, you can't dance to that. I mean, it sounds good on the beat, but when you start analyzing what you're saying, it didn't make sense to us gyrating and you know what i'm saying moving and grooving to something about a murder you know so hip-hop rap whatever you started to call it was changing and as the females came in and ushered in a new sound that was more dominant about sex not making love not courting one another but just downright gutter snipe sex when it came to that point, the 304 music and all that, you know, to a woman who was over hypersexual, you know, to the point to where you didn't have to take it because she was giving it. You know what I'm saying? Not to a point of taking it when I say that, but I'm saying like you didn't have to be as aggressive 
with a woman when it came to, you know, just conversating. Because once upon a time, putting your mat down was the thing. Well, it got to a point to where you didn't have to mat because she was giving it right to you. That's what the raps were saying. She'll bust it open and she could do so many of you and your homeboys and not be tired. Well, people done got tired. You know what I'm saying? Like, they done got tired of hearing the redundancy in music. You know, like, nobody is saying nothing or doing nothing different, and people are tired. I heard Lil Duval said that, you know, when you get to a certain age, you don't look for music. Music has to find you. Other than that, you're going to listen to the music you're accustomed to. And that is so, so true. I mean, to the point to where only kids are on the internet searching for that next sound. You know what I mean? And if the kids is on the internet searching for that next sound, then that means that they're not looking for, you know, uh, substance. They're not looking for, you know, sustainability. They just looking for what's hot at the moment. And if you can feed their need, then they'll push you up, you know, the success ladder. But you got to understand that once that need has been fed and you up the success ladder, then you have to figure out what you're going to do while you're up there. And most artists that goes up fast come down even faster. Why? Because they haven't built a fan base that can sustain you know, the turbulence of being on top. You feel me? And with that being said, this is why we are in the decline of rap slash hip-hop music. But as I gave you the statistics, it's still the most dominant out of all genres. With that being said, there's still a need for the music. There's still a desire for the music. But the consumers has changed the way they consume the music. You know what I mean? Like, they don't want all that murder, murder, kill, kill now. Most of the artists that was in that murder, murder, kill, kill stage has either died off, went to jail, or in jail, going to jail. You know what I'm saying? So those artists and that sound has died off has moved on and the people that was listening to it is still in society dealing with real life and reality and they want something that's going to reflect that want to reflect the time that they're in now so the artists of yesterday the artists that was five years ago is no longer fulfilling the need so with that being said there's some things that don't change there's nothing new up under the sun, right? And if there's nothing new under the sun, then when it comes to music, some things don't change. And what I mean by that is that the message of love never changed. Um, the message of what life is all about don't change. You know, people are always trying to figure out why am I here? What's my purpose? So if you could cater to that, then there's a need for that. If you can cater to somebody that's in love or somebody that want to be in love, if you can make a song about that, that's fulfilling the need. 
If you could talk about what's happening in society today, I'm talking about the war, the inflation, the things that's happening in the world, then that's a need that can be fulfilled. This is why all the other genres is bubbling and record labels are trying to catapult them over hip hop and R&B because that's a language that even though they constantly exploit, they still don't understand. You know what I'm saying? So they want to go into other genres and hype them up to be bigger and better than us because they still don't understand us. When I say us, I'm talking about the minority, the have-nots, the ones that make something out of nothing. Those that have still don't understand how we do it. So hip-hop is in a state of reset. It's in a state of make me over. You know what I'm saying? We have to flip this thing because it's ironic to me that on the heels of its 50th anniversary, it's now needing a makeover. And I saw this during the awards when they had to mix old school with new school to keep the viewers at least tuned in to a one hour, two hour award show that millions of people didn't mind tuning into. So it's in the, it's in the state of makeover. And I believe that if we come together and we start actually, you know, listening to the consumer and stop trying to force feed them, then I believe that hip hop will be rejuvenated. There will be life breathed back into the body. You know what I'm saying? Like hip hop ain't dead. It just needs to be made over. You know, like uh, I see them bringing, them back, bringing back new music. I mean, old music and trying to make it new music. They doing more remixes than P Diddy did during his bad boy era. So that shows a lack of creativity right there. So it needs a makeover. It needs artists that's not scared to step out on a limb and say, hey, I love her, she loves me, and this is my family. You know, authenticity needs to be brought back. You know, sincerity needs to be put back into music. So saying that to say, if we can get that, and I've been preaching that for a long time. This is why this show was created. Actually, this is why I stopped playing music right here on the show. Because I didn't hear nothing that made me say, damn, I like that. I want to support that. I want to do whatever I can to get behind that. It, 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 it actually, you know, it actually pushed me into a corner to say, I'm not playing it no more. But I think I might start back playing music here. Because it's going to need an outlet. Artists is going to need a platform to be able to express themselves truly. And I want to be that platform. I want to give you that voice. But you got to understand that I'm going to be more critical now than ever because that's what this genre needs. It needs ears and eyeballs that's going to tell the truth. Don't hold nothing back. And that's what the B-side is all about. So y'all stay tuned. I'm going to announce when I'm going to start back playing music. And hey, you understand. Understand. Bring your best. Bring your A-game. Because I'm listening. And I'm looking. Check this out. Here's something else that I saw that I want to bring to the forefront right quick, man. And these brothers right here, I was just telling my wife the other day. I said, man. 
They've been rocking for years. You know what I'm talking about? And seems like they're in good health and you hear it in their voice. But unfortunately, we have a brother that has passed and I want to give the rest their flowers. I want to give him his flowers. And more importantly, I want to give them a round of applause and a moment of silence first. Who am I talking about? Isley Brothers. Rudolph Isley, co-founder of the Isley Brothers, dies at age 84. Moment of silence. I want to give a round of applause to the Isley Brothers for contributing music for decades. You know what I'm saying? Like, these brothers been around for a very, very long time. And not just that, these brothers have been making hits over the years. They haven't just been in the game, they've been making hits. And right now, today, they got a hit that's playing on the radio. You know what I'm talking about? Like, I don't understand how, you know what I'm saying, you can do it the way that they do it, but they do it so well, and I wanted to give them their round of applause as well as, you know, their double hand salutes right here from the B-side. But Rudolph Isley, one of the co-founding members of the Isley Brothers, has died at the age of 84. God bless that brother. He's been living, he lived a good life. You feel me? An attorney for Isley, Brian D. Kaplan, confirmed the news to Pitchfork and shared the following statement for the, from the musician's daughter. Rudolph Isley, a founding member of the world-famous Isley Brothers, died peacefully in his sleep on the morning of October the 11th. He died at his home with his devoted wife, Elaine, by his side. They had been married for 68 years. Rudolph was a deeply religious man who loved Jesus. Isley was born in Cincinnati, Ohio in 1939. By his teenage years, he was singing with his brothers, O'Kelly, Ronald, and Vernon in the family band, but the boys briefly quit performing after Vernon was killed while riding his bicycle. In 1957, the three surviving Isley brothers moved to New York to seek a recording contract. And by 1959, they landed a deal with RCA and a hit single in Shout After Shout and an album of the same name, the group covered Phil Medley and Burt Burns twist and shout, turning it into a bona fide hit a year before the Beatles also struck gold with the same pop single. In the early 1960s, the Isley Brothers crossed paths with numerous musical legends, including Jimi Hendrix, who briefly played in the backing band, and Elton John, who played with the band in the UK and was the case with many successful R&B acts at the time. The group met Barry Gordy and signed with one of Motown's and signed with one of his Motown labels, Tamla. In 1966, the band released its biggest Tamla single, 
This Old Heart of Mine is Weep For You, featuring lead vocals from Ronald Isley and backing vocals from his brother Rudolph and O'Kelly. The Isley brother released just two albums via Tamla, finding greater success releasing their music through their own T-Net records. You hear this? They went independent back then and found success through their own T-Net records. The label was responsible for Rudolph and the band's first Grammy-winning song, 1969, It's Your Thing, and the first number one album, 1975, The Heat Is On. Now, when Rudolph Isley left the band in 1989 to become a Christian minister, the only remaining Isley brothers were Ronald and Ernie Isley. Marvin Isley briefly returned to the group in the 1990s, and he died later in 2010. Ronald and Ernie Isley continued to perform as the Isley Brothers. At the time of his death, Rudolph Isley was involved in a legal battle with Ronald over the trademark of the Isley Brothers' name. Damn. Rudolph Isley was inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame in 2022, and his bandmates were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1992. Listen, regardless of what him and his brother had going on, I know his brother still love him, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like this with me and my brothers. We might fight amongst each other, but I promise you this, can't nobody fuck with my brothers. You feel me? Because you already know if you do, I'm coming and, and, and I ain't hear nothing. But with that being said, man, God bless the dead because, you know, those brothers made some hits, still making hits, and regardless of what they say, blood ain't thicker than water, especially not on my side. But, man, hey, listen, ain't no halfway. Ain't no halfway. I want to talk about something. Ain't no half. Matter of fact, before I say that, I'm going to let Ross say it first. Just want to build an empire. Only way you gonna build an empire is when you avoid halfway down ass niggas, halfway down ass niggas. I ain't a half, if, if I fuck with you, I fuck with you. Nigga, if I'm coming past your page, I don't give a fuck if it's an obituary. I ain't gotta know them. If you posted them, they're my niggas too. God bless them. God bless them. If it's a nigga record, if it's music, nigga, I'ma like it. I ain't even hear it. I ain't even stopped for that. But nigga, you posted it. My homie posted it. I fuck with it. Nigga, kill all that halfway down shit. Ricky Rose, you know what I'm saying? And in closing, I want to say this. If you with me or with you, it's us against them all. Ain't no halfway, ain't no in-between. You understand what I'm saying? Like, I kill all that sucker shit. Kill all that, hey, man, I love you, but you don't call my phone. Hey, man, I fuck with you, but you don't share my shit. You understand what I'm saying? Fuck all that halfway, that in-between shit. If you see me, then see me. If not, then don't call me your brother because I ain't your brother. Don't call me your family because I'm not your family. Shout out to my partner, Richie Evans. You know what I'm talking about? Phoenix on Richie Evans. 
I see you, brother. Salute to you. Shout out to the little homie, the realest puppet I know. Shout out to Gito. I see you, homie. I salute you. You know what I'm talking about? Like, I just want to, you know, call out a few names. My partner, Sour Pack Maul. I see you. I salute you. God bless my brother, Cash. BMF Cash. He was involved in a serious accident. I think about you, brother. I'm praying for you. You, too, are a trauma survivor. So you definitely getting a shirt because I need you, you know what I'm saying, to put that thing on. And wherever God take you on this journey of recovery, I'm with you, my brother. Salute. You know what I'm saying? And uh, that's just a few names, but I got more in store. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I, it's nothing but love for me. It's nothing but love from me for my homies. You know, if I'm with you, I'm with you. It's us against them all. And shout out to the beautiful, lovely Miss Cece Shaw. You know I love you. You know there's nothing but love still with you and I. You call me, I'm there. I don't care where it is, what time, and who it's against. It's us against them all. You know what I'm talking about? So with that being said, man, I'm going to end it like that. Ain't no halfway, ain't no in-between. You fuck with me, I'll fuck with you. I'm bringing the music back, so stay tuned. I'm going to let y'all know exactly when. And if you rocking, let's go. But if it's trash, I'm going to let you know. It's your man, C-A dollar sign, I-N-O-R-O-U-L-E-T-T-E. You already know my motto. After me, there'll be no other. Word to my mama and my two brothers. I'll be back Tuesday, y'all. Y'all already know. Until then, stay up. It's Squad DJ. DJ Zeno. Did I let us in, be homie? I'm ready. I know you ready. Okay.